Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. He's the founder and president of the Article 3 Project. It is uh, journalist Mike Davis. Mike, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Joe? Uh, doing very well. Man, here we are again. So at last we spoke, I think you laid out for my audience and for me how a president can declassify anything. And in fact, you made the case that the president, while still in office, telling people, take those boxes and take them to my house, um, that was declassification on on their own. I mean, that, that's in essence what you told me, right? He can declassify anything, and he basically did just by saying, take these to my home. Yeah, so the president has the constitutional power as commander-in-chief and the statutory power under the Presidential Records Act to take his presidential records when he leaves office. And okay, it does I, I've, I've got to stop you there because that's perfect. Let me ask you this. Does the vice president of the United States have any ability to classify or declassify? No. So Joe Biden having these documents is a completely different story than Donald Trump having documents. Completely different story. President Trump lawfully took the, his presidential records to the office of the former president in Mar-a-Lago where they are... Guarded by the Secret Service, there is federally funded staff with security clearances. There's federally funded office space. There's federally funded secure office space called SCIF. So you can look at this classified information. Uh, former Vice President Joe Biden had none of those things. He stole uh, President Obama's presidential records, including classified records. He stole government property. He violated the Espionage Act. It's uh, Mike Davis. Go to article3project.org. Uh, so I've got to ask you, is there any scenario where B- Obama can now say, oh, I-, I declassified all that stuff. It's not a big deal. Can he do that retroactively? No, right? He can't do it re- retroactively, but if maybe uh, if he wants to come in and save Biden's behind again, he can come in and say, oh, yeah, I told Joe he can take those. I mean, uh, it'd be know, a lie, but, you know, maybe maybe Obama's willing to lie for Biden to save his butt here. What are your thoughts as a journalist that observes and you're so good at it? You observe things that are going on when you hear people like Sonny Hostin say this looks like Republican oppo, you know, uh, opposition research. <laughs> like, really? Uh, so somebody in the Republican Party grabbed these boxes that they had no right to get and they had no access to and put them in Joe Biden's garage. I mean, there's no way they spin their way out of this, do they? No, not at all. I mean, he's caught. Uh, it, Joe Biden is caught red handed. Here's the problem with this. This is he not only did he have these records, he had them in two locations. So he had to have moved them before January 20th, 2017, when he left as vice president. He moved them again when he moved into 101 Constitution Avenue, Northwest in D.C., that uh, Penn Biden Center office uh, in February of 2018. Who had access to these records? Who had access to these records before they were after they were moved out of the VP's office? Who had access to these records when they uh, during that time before they were moved into Penn Biden? Uh, who had access to these records when they were moved in to uh, Penn Biden? Who had access to these records in his garage? And they were in two different places in his house. One was his garage. One was a room adjacent to the garage. What was that room? Was that an office? Uh, what was that room? Was he looking at the documents there? Did Hunter Biden have access to these records? Right. Did James Biden have access to these records? Miranda Devine reported in a laptop from hell that there was a Chinese agent who had a key, uh, who Hunter Biden had a key made for for uh, Biden's offices. Did he have access? Remember, the Biden family was on corruptly, illegally on the Ukrainian and Chinese oligarchs payrolls during that time. This is a huge national security problem 
they're compromised and they have to figure out who had access to these records. And that must happen with an intel assessment. And President Biden needs to cooperate with that intel assessment, including answering questions from the FBI and the intel community. And so far, he's not right. He, he has said he's not going to. Yeah, he's just playing dumb. My lawyers told me that they're not going to tell me what these records are. I'm just going to play dumb. I'm going to bury my head in the sand. That's not good enough, right? This this is much bigger than a criminal investigation. This is an intel assessment to see uh, how this this these classified documents how they got out, whether they whether our national security is compromised. And he has a higher duty here as the president of the United States to put uh, states to put his country first. It is uh, Mike Davis. Go to article3project.org. Go follow him on uh, Twitter and everywhere else. Does a great job breaking stories like this down. So as we're watching this unfold, um, they're going to try to scapegoat somebody. That's obvious. So if Joe Biden said, I want those records, is it somebody's duty to say, Mr. Vice President, you can't have them because you can't declassify? Uh, is he going to scapegoat somebody? I asked for them and they gave them to me, so I didn't think it did anything wrong. Can he play dumb that way or not? I mean, he can he can play dumb. That's not illegal. Because I don't but, think he grabbed the boxes himself. You know what I mean? He had to have somebody do it for him. Yeah, I mean, he could have taken them himself. There's a small okay. enough number of records. He actually could have taken them himself. He could have put them in his briefcase and left the White House with them. And uh, you know, one of these area, one of the areas of the classified documents is Ukraine. Uh, that's of particular interest to the Bidens because he was on his family was on the Ukrainian payroll. Maybe he was on the Ukrainian. Payroll, payroll with Burisma. At least there's evidence. Ten uh, percent to the big guy. So yes. that there is there is a lot going on here that the FBI and Intel community needs to get get to the bottom uh, gets to the bottom of. And Biden can't hide behind the fact that he's dumb and senile, and his lawyers uh, didn't tell him what those documents are. Well, it's unbelievable, Mike, to think that Biden said, "Yeah, I told my lawyers to go clear out my office." Lawyers aren't janitors. They're not custodians. They're, they don't go and clear out offices. The lawyers were there for a reason. So have you been able to do any reporting finding out wh- how, how far in advance of November 2nd or 4th, whatever it was when they went in there before the midterms, um, how far in advance did, were they tipped off that, hey, I got some documents in this office. We might want to do something about them. Do we have anything that tells us exactly when they really found out that they were there? Uh, we don't, but I'll tell you what. We're going to find out that they knew about this a long time yeah. Maybe that's where the Mar-a-Lago raid came from. Maybe they needed that distraction. Who knows? But I'll tell you, they found out at least on November 2nd at the at the Biden Justice Department. Attorney General Merrick Garland found out at least November 2nd, maybe before that. But, okay, so you found out November 2nd. You wait, uh, you wait two months to publicly disclose that. And during that time, 16 days later, you announce a special counsel. But guess what? That special counsel's not for your boss, President Biden, where there's an obvious clear conflict of interest that you can't investigate your boss. Garland can't investigate his boss, the president of the United States. He should have appointed a special counsel immediately when he found out about these uh, stolen classified records that Biden had. So, or allegedly stolen. Um, And so, but what does Garland do? He appoints a special counsel on November 18th to go after president Trump. This is just a complete political cover-up. It's just part of a, a, a practice of Attorney General Merrick Garland of uh, politicizing and weaponizing the Justice Department against President Trump, President Trump's top aides, President Trump's supporters. This has been what, been what Attorney General Merrick Garland has been doing since day one. 
It's uh, Mike Davis. Go to article3project.org. It's the number three, article3project.org. He's the president and the founder of that organization. Go and follow him on Twitter as well. He does incredible threads that really just lay out fact in his reporting. So when it comes to Merrick Garland, I'm sure you saw this as well. He basically said, I'll paraphrase it in context, we have the resources and the ability to investigate this ourselves, but we've decided because of the extreme interest uh, in in a case like this um, uh, that, that we will now assign a special counsel to look into what's going on. But you had some comments on who this special counsel is. Is this guy an unbiased guy or is this guy who's an Obama-Biden guy? It's unclear. I mean, he's a conservative. He clerked for for the chief justice, uh, Bill, uh, William Rehnquist. But here's some concerns about this Robert Herr. He, uh, you know, he's the protege of Chris Ray, the FBI director. Chris Ray was the protege of James Comey, the disgraced FBI director right. who was fired by President Trump. They're tied in with, uh, they're all working together with uh, Rod Rosenstein, the the uh, deputy attorney general under Trump who ran the, the Mueller probe. So it's, you know, it's it's very swampy. It's very incestuous. And so yeah. it's to be determined whether Robert Kerr will run a fair investigation here. It's Mike Davis. Mike, I appreciate you jumping on the chair today on short notice. I know that you're not really in the, hypothet- in the hypothetical game, but you mentioned something earlier that really piqued my interest. Mar-a-Lago raid was stupid. It was illegal. It was unnecessary. It was wrong. He had this stuff under lock and key. As you said, it was uh, it was protected by the Secret Service. This was not in in, a, in the garage next to the Corvette as as Donald Trump backed his uh, his car in. Um, having said all of that, this case is very different. But they're going to make a lot of comparisons and try to say, well, it's basically the same thing. So we'll drop the charges against Trump, and then we don't have to worry about Biden. Do you think that they're we're heading down that road? Probably. And I'll tell you, these cases are not the same at all. Yeah. Trump absolutely had the, the constitutional and statutory power to have these records. They were clear, clearly guarded, protected. Congress contemplated that he had that he have these records by giving him the staff, the security clearances, the secure space, the Secret Service protection. In contrast, Vice President Joe Biden absolutely did not have the right to steal these classified and other government records. He stole them. This is a violation of the Espionage Act. This is a violation of government theft statutes. And it's not like the Trumps where they made their family money decades before he became president in real estate. The Bidens made their family money by selling, corruptly selling the VP's office to Ukraine and China and every other bidder when the vice president, when Biden was vice president. Uh, there, There is there is so much that need to be, needs to be investigated here, the, especially the fact that he had uh, uh, classified documents on Ukraine. I mean, Ukraine and Iran allegedly in the first batch that was found. We don't know what was in the garage, for God's sakes. But but I've got to ask you through your reporting, Mike, if you don't mind, uh, just just taking us down this you know, this lineage if you if you can. What is the connection between Biden and Ukraine? Ukraine is not a country that we ever really cared much about. We certainly don't want innocent people to be attacked by Russia. I get that. We've already sent 120 billion dollars over to Ukraine, and he just talked about another package and Patriot missiles and everything else. We couldn't spend 25 billion to build the wall on our southern border, but we're sending 120 billion and basically holding up the war effort by Ukraine and their entire economy. What is the Biden family connection to Ukraine other than enriching the Biden family? Because I don't get it. Remember that President um, Obama put Vice President Biden in charge of Ukraine. Right. And the Bidens made a ton of money corruptly off Burisma and other deals. Uh, Putin saw a weak and incompetent Biden and took the Crimea. And then uh, Biden's back in the in the White House and Putin saw this weak and 
incompetent guy from Crimea times, and now Putin's trying to take the rest of, uh, of Ukraine. Look, Putin is a monster. Uh, he's, he's terrible for what he's doing. But just step back and think about this. How many people are willing to sacrifice one of their own loved ones or even one of their own paychecks to go uh, to go fight for Ukraine? It's just it, it, it also remember that Ukraine's interests here are not aligned with America's interest. Right. In Ukraine, they have everything to lose. They are going to lose their country. So they're willing to do drastic measures like going to all out war with Russia. Ukraine would love America to go into all out war with Russia to save Ukraine. Our interests are not aligned with Ukraine's. It's, uh, you know, it's it's unfortunate what's happened in Ukraine. We can try to help them in ways, uh, you know, in, in, in ways to try to deter this. But are we willing to go to all out war with Russia to save Ukraine? Right. And it's just it, it this has become the next religious sect of the Democrats and the left. It went from BLM to COVID, uh, to pronouns, now it's Ukraine. I think you're absolutely right. It's Mike Davis, founder, president, Article 3 Project. Go to article3project.org. Uh, I'm reminded of Georgia being invaded by Russia. We didn't do any of this stuff. Certainly, we morally supported them. I think this was at the end of the Bush uh, presidency, and McCain and, and Obama both made comment on it, but they did nothing about it once Obama won, uh, won the elected office. So this is a very different story, and it's got Biden family corruption written all over it. So let's let's take it to the next step. The investigation happens. It's a fair investigation. Turns out he's got things he wasn't allowed to have. Um, many people now on the left and in the media, as you know, are pretending this is no big deal. People mishandle these documents all the time. It's just something that happens all the time. Not a big deal. It was a very big deal with Trump, obviously, uh, to them. But now it's not a big deal for Biden. What's the bottom line? Can this be high crimes and misdemeanors if he's found to, to have documents High, high top secret classified documents on Iran, on Ukraine, on other, maybe Kazakhstan and Russia that he's also uh, got ties into. How big a deal is this? Well, on high crimes and misdemeanors, if you go back and read the Federalist Papers, Alexander ha- Hamilton said it's uh, it's uh, crimes uh, high crimes and misdemeanors are essentially whatever the House of Representatives, a majority of the House and two thirds of the Senate say are high crimes and misdemeanors. They generally, and they're not necessarily high crimes and misdemeanors. They're usually in the sense that they have to be a crime. They are generally violations against the public trust. And so uh, what, with what Biden did before he became president, is that, is that a high crime and misdemeanor unclear? It's whatever the house and Senate think, but if he lies about it, if he's covering up, I'll tell you, he's do- doing some things now that are very shady, yeah. like coming out there and putting up public statements, essentially telling the Biden Justice Department, Attorney General Merrick Garland, to speed this up and hurry this up. That is completely inappropriate. You know, it was in a locked garage. My Corvette was safe. The documents were safe. They weren't just out in the open. Mike, when he said that, I mean, basically, that's him saying, I'm guilty. I had them. They were at my house. Back off. Yeah, he. That it's just showing his intent. It showed that he had them. The fact... Again, the fact that he moved them twice, he moved them from the VP office to wherever it went uh, after 2017, and then again to the Penn Center uh, in February 2018, that shows intent. They were in his personal file in the Biden Penn Center. They're in his garage. They're in another place, in a room adjacent to the garage, whatever that is, a living room, a den. It's unclear what that room is, but it's very clear that Biden 
had these documents in several different locations. He moved them several times. That shows intent. He's a great follow. Go check out everything that he does. He's an incredible journalist. It's Mike Davis, founder, president, Article 3 Project. Follow him on uh, on Twitter. It's, uh, what is it again, Mike? It's MMD something. Tell, tell, tell my audience. It's M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A, which are my initials in Des Moines, Iowa. I love it. Uh, Go and follow him right now. Article3project.org is the website. Thanks a million for jumping on and clarifying all this stuff, Mike. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. We appreciate Mike Davis coming on. MRD. MIA, I think. <laughs> you put in Mike Davis, he shows up on Twitter. Go and follow him. He, he will do threads on these reports that he's doing, and he really brought some, some good stuff today. So now you should be clear on what is legal and what's not legal. The president can declassify. Vice president can't. I, I hope I didn't give Biden an idea uh, to have uh, Obama go back and say, yeah, yeah, I'm the one that said that he could have those. Because that's the only way he's getting away with this. And even even then, why was it stored so badly? Why was it by the Corvette in the garage? I mean, come on. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, I think I can play uh, part of this at least. Biden is asked by Ducey about the Corvette in the garage. Classified material. Next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, People, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I just stop it there. There's nothing about storing boxes in your garage by the Corvette. The locked garage, though, so you're good. I mean, Trump had a skiff. Special area, uh, a, a marked off area that was secure and had secret service that was protecting it. And they raided his house, the FBI. Biden's got it next to the garage and I guess some, some oil and some lube um, for the car next to his Corvette. But it was locked. So we're all good. Or are you supposed to forget about it? We're not going to forget about it. Not even a little bit. Not after how they treated Trump, and Trump did nothing that was illegal. What Biden did is allegedly illegal. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. A lot more of the program to come. Do not touch that dial. Stay here. Joe Pags.